This is episode 258, How to Get Over Your Fear of Rejection with Tracy. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the show, everybody. As usual, thank you so much for listening. And I want to thank all of you who reached out to me regarding last Saturday's Coach's Corner episode, where I talked about really being your own leader and coming together as leaders and unifying and fighting for love and fighting a lot of the fights that we're fighting collectively right now. He said the word fight a lot. Let's see if we can find a different word. What we're really doing is being a stand for transformation being a stand for shifting out of old paradigms and collectively creating more of a consciousness of love so that a lot of the evil, fear-based, corrupt things that are happening in the world stop happening. I believe it's possible. I hope I see it in my lifetime, Um, but I, I keep praying for it and also taking the outward action. So if you missed last Saturday's episode, please go back and have a listen and think for yourself. That's really what I'm encouraging everyone to do. There's so much programming. There's so much propaganda. It's often so hard to find the truth. And I've always been a truth seeker. Mona, my first coach and spiritual teacher, always would say to me, Christine, love and truth, love and truth, love and truth. It always has to come back to love and truth. And that is in so many ways my my mantra and my highest values is seeking love and truth and operating from those places. So like I said, if you haven't had a listen, go back and have a listen. All of the links that I mention in that episode are available in the show notes for that episode as well. And today we're talking to Tracy and it's initially a business question, but we dive into what's beneath that. As usual, it comes back to childhood stuff. I'm sorry to be a spoiler on so many episodes. That's what it comes back to, but y'all, that's what it comes back to. And just a reminder that we still have space for inner child workshop that begins August 28th. If you want to go to christinehassler.com slash inner child, that's where you'll find the information for that. If finances are a massive issue for you right now, and that's the only reason that you don't think you can join us, then just email jill at christinehassler.com and we will work something out with you. Another thing that you may have heard me announce is that I'm giving away $5,000 in personal development gifts this month. Yesterday, I announced our first four winners. It was awesome. So if you missed my Instagram live yesterday, that's where we announced the winners. And then I also announced them in my story as well. If you want to apply for the gift, just go to christinehasser.com slash grant. I know this has been a challenging time for so many of you. And I know many of you are wanting therapy or some kind of personal development, something that will help you navigate the internal and the struggle of this time so that you can come from love and truth and take those aligned actions that we're all being called to lead ourselves towards. So if you want to apply, go to christinehasler.com 
slash grant, and you'll be eligible to get a $500 check from me. It's a gift. You don't have to pay taxes on it. And it's just from me to you to support you during this time. So as you're listening to this call with Tracy, consider, do you have a hard time, quote unquote, putting yourself out there? Maybe when it comes to your business, dating, making friends, Do you feel you have a hard time being vulnerable? Like you need to work on being more vulnerable. Perhaps you're slow to warm with people. It takes a while for people to get in. As a child, did you ever grow up feeling like you were in the shadow of someone else? Perhaps you were a younger or youngest sibling and always felt behind in some way or were young for your grade or just something that made you feel not enough. And finally, are you trying to change something in your present? Like your adult self knows what you quote unquote should do, but you just can't seem to make the change. So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Tracy. Tracy, welcome to the show. How can I help? Yes. Thank you for having me. I was just wanting some insight on being more vulnerable and I've come to a block where vulnerability and it's kind of knocking on the door um, in different areas where I've I've been feeling like that is where I'm stuck in my career path as a health and wellness life coach as well. And I have clients that I've had for two years and mm-hmm. some for a year and a half and that renew. So it's not my coaching that I question, but I don't put myself out there to get more opportunities to get more clients, even though I have people that are offering me that they'll give, you know, my information to clients. I I just don't act on it. I kind of stall. I kind of avoid. I procrastinate. And what's your, what's your definition of vulnerability? Putting yourself out there, taking risks and being able to face what comes at you. Well, I, I would call that courage, not vulnerability. Because okay. to okay. me, vulnerability is a word that get, gets thrown around a lot. And it's a beautiful thing. I think vulnerability is really important. But I said it a couple weeks ago in an episode about how authenticity is something that we can expect. Something that we can expect from others and ourselves, mostly ourselves, because we can't mm-hmm. expect things from others because we'll end up with an expectation hangover. But it's reasonable to want people to be authentic. If I'm going to hire a coach, I want them to be authentic. Vulnerability is something that needs to be earned. Vulnerability is when we start to create intimacy with another. So I think part of the issue may be part of you are holding back is reasonable to hold back. Are you, would you say that you're generally a private person? I am. Yes. I always <laughs> thought it was a good thing, but I would always say how I keep people at a distance um, mm-hmm. until I really feel comfortable with them. I have boundaries, which which are good in some mm-hmm. ways. Um, I definitely will not be walked all over by anybody, mm-hmm. but I definitely keep people at a distance um, until okay. I feel... Until they earn the closeness. They earn that, yes. Okay. What's wrong with that? I guess there's no risk involved in there. Um <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, really, I'm asking you, like, <laughs> oh, you're no. asking me? like yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I, I think with my, with my coaching, then I feel that it keeps me from taking the risk of... Well, these are two separate things. Thanks. Because you're not letting people in 
until they earn it. Because there's a difference between not letting people in at all, which is not so healthy, versus not letting people in until they earn it. When someone earns it, if you and I had been friends for a while and I earned it. You trusted me. I was consistent. I was revealing parts about myself as you were revealing parts about yourself. Would you eventually let me in? Yes. Okay. That's healthy. Mm-hmm. So that's an aspect of your personal life and who you are as a person. That's just how you tick. And that's part of who you are. Can you accept that 100%? Yes. Yeah. Because the the issue I think with the coaching is the self-judgment and the thinking that you're supposed to do it a certain way. And also a lot of the coaching advice and models out there where people may be more aggressive than what might be your style or oversharing versus what you really want to share about. So the first thing we have to look at here is how your own self-judgment is getting in the way of making yourself more available chance, really standing in what you have to offer. Because it's very, very normal for anyone putting themselves out there, whether it be dating or building a business or applying for a job, to be terrified of rejection. And so what I'm really hearing is we've got two things. One, people need to earn your vulnerability. That's okay. Not a problem. Let's not make a problem where there's not one. Follow me on that one? Right. Yeah. Okay. And two, we've got your fear of rejection and the courage that it's going to require to get over that. Because remember, courage is in the absence of fear. Courage is moving forward in the face of fear anyway. And my sense is, and you tell me if you agree with this or not, that what you're really fearing is rejection. I think so. Yeah. I can think of some things that I can connect to that go with that. Like what? You know, I'm the youngest of three, and I'm very close to my sisters and my family. But growing up, you know, being the little sister, what I said was never right. It was always dumb or it was silly or it didn't make sense. Or even as I got older, my husband pointed out, you know, when we would all get together, he's like, you sit back and you stay quiet when your sisters are with you. But when you're with them one-on-one, you're more yourself. And it really never dawned on me until he said that, that, you know, because anything I say it gets kind of either jokingly, you know, smashed, squashed, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. you know, why say anything? And that's where I think I came up with the word vulnerability, being vulnerable. And then I really felt confident in myself with my son, who's 14 now. He was a year old and figured out his health issues with eczema of really diet. And I went on this whole different just lifestyle, you know, that got me into coaching and everything. And um, felt very confident in that. And my family, were they were my worst critics, you know, mm-hmm. of what I was doing. And then in going through it all, they've come to where I've, they always want my advice now. And, you know, they just have admitted, some of them, that they were just jealous and envious that I was able to do what I did is really what it was about. So I mm-hmm. think when I put myself out there and was confident and, oh my gosh, like I really am smart in this area or I'm, I'm confident or I know what I'm doing. And it wasn't enough for other people. Mm-hmm. Like it, it still mm-hmm. was like, I guess, rejection, maybe what you're <laughs> pointing mm-hmm. at. And so that is kind of in the back of my mind with this coaching, even though I have the proof that I've succeeded putting myself out there to be rejected of, am I really mm-hmm. good, good at what I think I'm good at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's little girl stuff. That's inner child stuff. 
That's Mm -hmm. the adolescent who felt like she wasn't heard, that she didn't have anything meaningful to say, that had to fight for her part of the conversation. And even if she got a word in edgewise, maybe she was teased or disregarded or fill in the blank. Right. So are you doing our inner child workshop at the end of the month? I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I would highly recommend that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's not about needing, right? But it's really about having the intention to reconnect with this part of you because the grown-up you, the grown-up Tracy, who's a mom who solved a big health problem for her son, who's created a life for herself, who has found her passion and really wants to help other people. You struggled, especially as a new mom, and you probably feel a massive call to help people, especially mothers who don't know what to do. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's a passion of mine for sure. So, yeah, the grown up you knows that. The grown up you has no problem putting yourself out there, talking about what you do, taking clients. It's that younger part, that little girl inside who's like, but will I be disregarded? Will I be teased? Am I really good enough? as good as my sisters. That's the unconscious part that some people would use the word sabotage. I like to use the word protect. It's protecting you from rejection because think about it. If you think about your childhood, that feeling of feeling not enough, that feeling of feeling disregarded, that feeling of feeling like you couldn't get a word in edgewise, that feeling that you were often rejected. Would you say that was one of your chronic feelings as a child that was difficult? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So usually what happens in life (laughs) is that the biggest things we need to deal with become the biggest obstacles to what we really want. Because from a soul evolution standpoint, your soul is going, okay, Tracy really needs to heal this wound around feeling like the little one, the one who was behind, the one who wasn't as cool as the other ones, the one who couldn't get a word in edgewise. We need to heal this part and we need to help her step into her power. What's going to make her look at that? Oh, she'll have this trigger come up when she is going after something she really loves and it'll make her uncomfortable enough to look at that. Did you follow? Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. So if you were working with a client and they knew everything they needed to do in terms of, let's say they had a gluten intolerance and they knew what they needed to do but they just weren't doing it. And then they were beating themselves up because they knew what they needed to do and they just weren't doing it. How would you work with them? Well, definitely would work from the mindset perspective with them because where their self-talk, what is their self-talk? What is, you know, I've I've read your book, Expectation Hangover, right? What what are their expectations that they place on themselves um, or the expectations they feel they have from others. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to the root of why they're not following through and exactly. really dissecting that. And so do you, what do you think is at the root of you not following through? It's definitely that self-talk, I would yeah. say. And where because, do you think that negative self-talk comes from? Well, I think from my childhood of just experiences of those who love me, right? From family and also just throughout the years of rejection in itself of when I wasn't good enough for certain things. Yeah. Can you think of a time in your life where you felt rejected? Like a significant memory? I do. I can think of when it was my senior year of softball and um, my coach asked me, 
where I would specifically like to play that year because we lost a bunch of seniors the year before and we talked about it and everything. And when tryouts came and the season started, I was the DH instead because I was going to be a senior and he wanted to build the team from younger girls and totally went against his word to me. Mm-hmm. And I was made to be the one with my mother because I didn't want to play for him. I wanted to just quit because mm-hmm. of that. And I was the bad guy. I was the one who was wrong. Mm-hmm. And so what do you think you made that mean about yourself and just about life in general? Hmm. I don't know. Well, let me help you out a little bit. What beliefs do you have around when I go after what I really want, then? Just complete that sentence. When I go after what when I, I really go want. after what I really want, mm-hmm. um, I get it. When I really want something, when I put my mind to it. If that were really true, why wouldn't you have clients right now? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> So think about that softball incident. He asked you what position you wanted. And look what happened. So think think that, really feel into that. Close your eyes and just feel into this question. Or really it's a sentence starter that you're going to complete. When I state what I really want or go after what I really want, then... I don't get it. Yeah. Or I get let down, betrayed, embarrassed. So can you see how these, and this is how it works, these these significant moments in our life or repetitive moments in our childhood start to create these unconscious blocks toward what we want. So the mindset is really important. That's, that's, that's sort of the first layer because we got to look at, it's hard to change self-talk unless we change the programs that are creating the self-talk, right? Right. Like it would be, it would be hard to change a a language unless you start like actually thinking in a different language. You can't just, you have to learn it. Right. So can you see how a lot of these just, and this is so often you listen to the show, what it comes back to, it's just this, this old, way of being and way of thinking and way of feeling that's getting in the way of what you want. And like I said before, often the obstacles that come up along the way toward our true calling, what we truly desire, are feel like boulders sometimes because they're the most significant things for us to look at. And from my point of view, a big thing for you to heal, especially being the youngest of three girls, is that you matter. You belong. You're important. You're you're not the 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 last voice or the last one. Because I'm just I keep feeling when I tune into you as a little girl, I keep feeling like you just were trying to catch up. Does that land with you? Yeah, yeah. And so that constant feeling of needing to catch up is it, it perpetuates a belief of I'm not enough. And so it's hard to change your self-talk when deep down you believe that. And that's why I invited you to consider the inner child workshop because we work on that connection to that little one within so that 
because she's the one you got to communicate with to change the self-talk because she's the one running the program that's perpetuating the self-talk. So trying to change your mindset, I don't know how old you are now, say 40, your 40-year-old mindset, it, it, it won't work because that's not the part of you that's running that program. The 40-year-old the in you or the grown-up woman in you knows you're a great coach. Like that's not where the mindset issue is. The mindset is back there. Can you see that? Yes. Yes, yeah. totally. So I want you to just think of yourself as as a as a younger girl. What think of a tender age? What age was very tender for you? Especially feeling like you were behind, feeling like you hated being the youngest, feeling like your older sisters got the attention, the voice, whatever. Can you think of any roughly an age that comes to mind? I would say probably late elementary school, so maybe ten. Okay. So I just want you to close your eyes. And think of that 10-year-old girl. And not for the purpose of explaining anything to her. Because little children, little parts of us don't like to be told things like, well, when you grow up, you're going to be super happy and be married and have a kid and it's all going to work out. They don't like that. They like more that really feeling heard and really feeling like you have compassion and reassurance for them. So from that place, from that motherly reassuring, not explaining not rationalizing, but really just warm, compassionate place inside of you. What would you tell that 10-year-old? I would tell her she's, she's being seen, that she's... Um, Speak directly to her. You are. I see you. I see um, how caring you are, how fun you are, how sweet you are. I see that you... love your sisters and look up to them. Can you tell her that, well, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, really feel into that feeling of looking up to your sisters, but also feeling behind and comparing yourself to them. What would you say to yourself with that thought in mind? I see that you love your sisters and you admire them, but I also see that you are unique and you are made to be you by God and you are your own individual who is gifted and smart and has her own path ahead of her. You are enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I know it's kind of a mental exercise initially, but can you feel any of that connection? Yeah, I, I can. Yeah. And now when you think about, let's not use the word putting yourself out there as a coach, but when you think about sharing your gifts and serving people with your knowledge and answering the calling of your life right now, how do you feel about it? More confident, I would say. More, mm -hmm. yeah, more aware of what's holding me back. Mm -hmm. See, if you keep connecting to her and that part of you that feels not enough, that part of you that is so scared of being rejected because you're not enough or you're behind, you're not as good as other coaches or whatever comparison mm -hmm. traps that you fall into. 
if you can reassure her and let her know that just because she was the youngest sister doesn't mean she knows the less amount, the least amount. Sometimes younger siblings, especially if there's more than two, constantly feel like other people are better than them because you grow up with your siblings being better at things like bike riding, reading, you know, like because with right, as, right. as kids, yeah. like your sister was going to be better at riding a bike than you were when you started. And so that can also create quite a fall into the rejection trap because you can think of all the other health and wellness coaches and think, well, I'm not as good as them. So why bother? So that little girl like needs to know she's not just the kid's sister anymore. She has a voice. She has a purpose. She has a mission and it matters. And the more you... Is it common for when you're an adult for that to to come up more because I feel like more as an adult and the more I got into my own coaching, the more I made the connection than I did so much when I was younger, you know, just the comments. And like I said, I'm close to my sisters, but one's six years older, the other one's four. And they'll say stuff like, I don't even remember you when you were little. Like, I don't even remember, you know, you being around like that. And they'll say it jokingly. Mm-hmm. And my mom, you know, she's like, oh, of course you don't have the baby book. You're the last one. Mm-hmm. So it's it's stuff that's joking. But it wasn't until I got older that it really like kind of pulled up, opened the wound. Yeah. Um, well, the wound was definitely always there. You just didn't know right. any different. But yeah. with the adult perspective, and especially having a kid of your own, you, you're kind of thinking, whoa, this, this hurts. Like, mm-hmm. why? I want a baby book. Like, <laughs> I didn't choose to right. last. Well, on a soul level, right. you did. But you know what I mean? So right. it's very, very common for as an adult to realize how messed up some of the things in our childhood was. Because as, as kids, we didn't know any different. Mm-hmm. So by not... And this could be the most important thing I say to you. By not pursuing your dream, you are continuing to perpetuate your deepest wound. Mm-hmm. You, you're doing to yourself what your family, they're not bad people. I don't get that at all. Right. But what they right. almost unknowingly did to you. Not giving mm-hmm. you the baby book, not having time, feeling like it didn't matter. So by not pursuing what matters to you most, you're perpetuating the idea that you don't matter. Makes sense. Yeah. And so that's why it's so important for you to serve and invite people into a coaching relationship with you and share your gifts. Mm-hmm. And the people that people are referring to, call them up or send them an email. Would you like to get on a discovery call to learn more about what health and wellness coaching could look like for you? And think of it as enrolling and inviting rather than putting yourself out there and having to be super vulnerable. Because it's not that. It's about being authentic and answering a call and sharing and inviting your gifts. And as clients work with you and as they get to know you, then you may be vulnerable with them. Mm Mm-hmm. But this push towards vulnerability, I think, has been scaring you even more because then there's even more exposed and then there's even more risk of rejection. So let's just put that right. aside and go, you know, it's, it's an okay thing. It's a healthy thing that people have to earn your vulnerability. That's okay. When it comes to building a business, authenticity and service 
is what's required. Right. And this is what I hear most common is about my authenticity from people. And, beautiful. Um, and that's, you know, but I guess that's where, you know, it comes to believing in myself as far as I don't, I've never been one to take compliments very well. Mm, um, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so really anchoring into who, who I am and believing yeah. that's who I am. Yeah. And that is where the inner child work comes in so handy. Mm-hmm. Because again, you can't shift your self-talk and mindset with your current adult mindset because your current adult knows all this. She knows right. she's great. It's that little one and that younger one who is running this program. So when she gets up to speed, she'll start running a different program and your self-talk will change. Makes sense. Yeah. Because you'll be more aligned. Right now, your grown-up self, who's a health and wellness coach, doesn't believe the same things as your younger self does. So there's competing intentions. Once you Mm -hmm. get those two aligned, it's like, oh, life becomes so much easier. Yeah. Does help? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And remember, this is about putting yourself out there because that's going to feel scary to people that you know, don't let everybody in. So let's reframe it as inviting because it it gives, putting yourself out there feels like you don't have any power or control. It's just like, let me put myself out there and (laughs) see if someone picks me versus I'm going to start enrolling and inviting people into my service. I'm going to start sharing my gifts. Doesn't that just feel much much more calming? And that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. We don't put ourselves out there like with a price tag. Like, do you want me? It's, it's right, not like we're right. produce in the <laughs> farmer's market. It's it really enrolling and inviting people in to your service and sharing your gifts. And that's going to make that little one inside feel a lot more safe as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And as we complete, and it doesn't have to be super crafty or rehearsed or anything, but what is your mission as a health and wellness coach? Who do you want to serve? I want to serve, oh gosh, everybody, but I Mm -hmm. I want to serve people who are needing to find their true self, connect with their true self and set her free. Mm -hmm. And ironically, I think that's me (laughs) too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because there's so much freedom on the other side. And and that's part of what my frustration is because I know this stuff. I, I don't know it all, obviously, but... I know there's so much freedom on the other side of finding yourself and Absolutely. finding, you know, what it is for you individually, because we're all so different. Absolutely. Um, and that, that is my mission for people just to be their true self so they can share their gifts and their talents and whatever that may be with this world. Yeah. I love it. Well, that starts with you. That starts Absolutely. With you. oh thank you tracy i hope that was helpful for you it it most certainly was i appreciate it thank you so much tracy for your vulnerability yes you were very vulnerable on that call so see you 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 got it vulnerability is not the issue here and thank you so much for being open to coaching i know that sometimes when when one is a coach it can often be harder to receive coaching and tracy was so willing and so open which i very much appreciated so a few things i want to say about this call 
as it happens so often on this show, what the caller feels like is the initial issue often isn't. And that doesn't mean that anyone is, you know, not aware enough, or that's not a judgment at all. We all have our blind spots, including me, which is why I continue to have the team around me that supports me in seeing my blind spots. And often what creates blind spots is judgment or things that we've sort of taken on from society. And I think one of the things that so many of us, especially in this world of personal development, have taken on as an expectation is that we need to be vulnerable. And I talk about vulnerability on the show a lot, and I'm a huge fan of vulnerability and intimacy. And I think that it's a human need. We need to be vulnerable so that we fully are seen. However, vulnerability is something that shouldn't just be given away, in my opinion. I've mentioned on the show before, vulnerability needs to be earned. We don't want to just vulnerability to whoever. Some people like Tracy, for example, it takes a while. She needs to trust you before she's vulnerable. She's a little slow to warm, but once you're in, you're in. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's why I really wanted to point that out to her, to let her know that this part about her, I think there's sometimes parts of us that are just us, that just make us us. And we're all unique. And you're not going to be as vulnerable as the next person or as funny as the next person or as creative or outspoken or extroverted or whatever, fill in the blank. And we measure ourselves up to others and then feel like something's wrong with us. Like she may see other coaches being quote unquote more vulnerable, sharing more, being more personal right off the bat. And because she's not doing that, she's making herself wrong instead of just loving and accepting who she is. So what if she's a little slow to warm and people in her life need to earn her vulnerability? Nothing wrong with that. And even when I asked her what's wrong with that, she tried to find the things that were wrong with it. That's how conditioned into this belief she was. And again, I think that comes from that almost peer pressure, societal pressure to be super vulnerable. Again, vulnerability is incredible and necessary. However, it's not something we just give away. It's okay if it has to be earned. It makes it more authentic. So what we really got down to was her fear of rejection and an expectation hangover. I talk about something called our avoidance traps and our avoidance traps are things that we avoid. So as a coach, I hear over and over what people want, but I see them spending more time avoiding what they don't want. And what we don't want could be rejection, judgment from others, failure, loss of control, And so we fall into these avoidance traps that keep us from what we want. So she's falling into the avoidance trap of rejection. She wants to avoid rejection. So therefore she's not putting herself out there because when she gets rejected, it reinforces the childhood wound of I'm not enough. And as the third sister, that's a wound that she's grown up with a lot. And even the example that she gave in the sport she was playing going after what she wanted, she didn't get it. So she's got a double fear of rejection, one that she feels like she's not enough. And then she goes after what she wants and she doesn't get it. So it's this fear of rejection that really is the trap she's falling into that's preventing her from going out there and getting what she wants. So her adult self, however old she is, that adult self knows she has incredible value and service to deliver as a coach. And I know so many of you can relate to that. Your adult self gets it you know that you're worthy and capable. Like it's an awareness. However, there's a little one, anyone from, you know, usually under the age of 12, sometimes all the way up to the age of 15, 16, 18, 
our childhood and teenage years are very, very, very tender. And our brain is still forming well into our 20s. So <laughs> we're very programmable. And there was a program in there that she will be rejected in some way or another. So that part is the part that's protecting her. Some people say sabotaging. I say protecting her. That little one inside is like, let's not put ourselves out there because rejection is too painful. We don't want to feel those kind of feelings that we felt our whole life. I mean, imagine being told, some of you don't even have to imagine it. This probably happened to some of you being told, oh, you were the last, we didn't do a baby book for you. Oh, that feels pretty rejecting, doesn't it? So no wonder she's trying to avoid this wound. So that's why I really encourage Tracy and I encourage any of you who really connect to this, do the inner child work. And I know inner child work seems elusive and people are confused on how to do it. That's why Steph and I created the inner child workshop. Again, the next one is August 28th through 30th. And we're doing a level two at the end of September, but you have to do level one to join us for level two. So head to christinehaster.com slash inner child and check it out and join us and really learn how to connect with that little one. So you stop falling into all those avoidance traps. So that's my first takeaway for you. My other takeaways are if doing the workshop is not something you want to do or can do at this time, then just talk to your inner child. Like I did a little bit with Tracy, just talk to her or him and know that you have the ability to reparent yourself. You absolutely have that ability. Next, write down some of the BS beliefs you're buying into, like I should be more vulnerable and really investigate it. Use again, that critical thinking to go, hmm, why am I believing this? Where does this belief come from? Is this really true? And question a lot of those beliefs that are getting in your way. And if you are a coach that is wanting to build your business and wanting to get yourself out there, perhaps maybe hire a coach or do some kind of training program to help you feel more confident and build your business. And I'm just going to quietly mention this here. I'll do more formal announcements as the year goes on. But next year, I will be releasing in collaboration with some other amazing coaches, a really, really kick-ass coaching certification program that will be amazing. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. If you want to get on the early interest list, just go to christinepastor.com slash coach training, and we'll put you on the list so that you'll be the first to know. All right, everyone. That's our episode for the week. Thank you so much for listening. Head on over to iTunes, leave a rating and review if you haven't already. That's very much appreciated. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. 